Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The car, Scott Anderson, 97, won the ticket. Open lines, we'll get back to your open line calls in a moment. But uh, throughout the NFL season, every Thursday, we swing around the league. There's something we call the Wide Nine Omaha Four Down Around League Blitz thingy. And here we go. Thingy. Gator went first last week. I will lead off today. All right, Doug. Here we go. Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, the four quarterbacks left in the playoffs. If you had to build a franchise and build it to you know to start your franchise for the next five years around one of these quarterbacks, which quarterback would it be? Now remember, contracts play a role. You got to take into account the looming extensions for yeah. Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow. Yeah. So the most healthy room and roster is actually San Francisco, right? Their quarterback, their starting quarterback in the NFC title game, is making so little money he's almost free on the cap. You've got Trey Lance there who's going to assume a, uh, one of them's going to be the backup. The other one's going to be prime candidate to trade and maybe score big. I love it, but I'm not going to go so far as to say I would build around Purdy. I wouldn't build around Jalen Hurts. I always worry about quarterbacks that run that much and their longevity. So it comes down to Mahomes, who's already got the monster contract, or Burrow, Burrow is cost-effective for two more seasons, so I would try to build around Burrow because it, it you do have two more years with him on his rookie contract, and I think I think he's you know he and Mahomes are most I mean, Mahomes is just on a different planet. The guy plays quarterback in Latin, like I don't know how he what he's doing is inex, unexplainable, but he costs so much. So long, I, I've got to wrap it up. Burrow, Burrow's my answer. Wow, that was long-winded, wasn't Lush. it, King? Sure. That took forever. Almost got jaws. <laughs> yep. Kidding. Um, I, I, I share a lot of your sentiment. I'm not ready to buy into Brock Purdy. I don't know what he is. He's been phenomenal this year for that team and that system, but I'm not banking that he's a difference maker. Uh, I love Jalen Hurts. I love his ability to throw the ball as well as run. Um, but it's Joe Burrow. It's Joe Burrow because remember it was three years ago when he was getting, when we were getting, preparing for the draft, 
I'm like, I would trade everything I have to get Joe to get that number one pick and take Joe Burrow because I believed in him. I believed in the year that he had at LSU. I thought he was destined for greatness. And here he is, three years in the league, and he's back at the AFC championship game again as a chance to go back to the Super Bowl. I love Joe Burrow. I think he is a difference maker. I think Mahomes is starting to hit some rocky periods here where he is getting banged up, and it's going to be rough for him. He's still great, but Burrow's the guy, and I know you're going to have to pay him down the line, and you'll be happy to pay him. Uh, the, the appeal to Brock Purdy is the contract, of course, but you also have to believe in him if he is actually the guy. I'm not so sure on that yet. Jalen Hurts, the the style of quarterback play he does, he opens himself to more hits. He was hurt this year and didn't finish out. I mean, he played the last two games, but he was hurt. He's still and probably hurt. cost himself uh, the MVP. So I don't know if I could pay Jalen Hurts what he's going to command and probably deserves. Joe Burrow, he's going to get an extension as soon as this year is over, guys. So there's no two years left in that contract. He's going to get a monster deal, and it's probably going to surpass Patrick Mahomes, probably close to $50 million a year. Mahomes right now already locked up $45 million per year. He's probably going to win the MVP this year. I think to me you got to go with Mahomes. He'll be cheaper than Burrow, and I already know he can do it. He's done it, and uh, he might do it again this year. It didn't happen, but if Buffalo would have beaten Cincinnati last week, the AFC Championship game would have been played in Atlanta this Sunday on a neutral site. In the first 24 hours when tickets were available, when they, they thought this, you know, there was a chance this game was still going to happen, they had already sold 50,000 tickets. 50,000 seats were sold. Would this have been awesome or awful? You know, the game would have gone against everything that I kind of believe with the professional football that, you know, it's with the tradition being you play these games, you, there's an advantage for being the number one seed. There's a reason you tried to be the best team in your conference um, so that you get to this point, you're hosting that last game because home field advantage is an advantage. That being said, if for this one time had it been the way that it had it gone this way and gone to a neutral site, it would have been really cool to see a truly divided stadium, one half for Kansas City and one half for Buffalo, it would have been like a national championship game in football at the college level, and that's a pretty cool atmosphere. I would have liked to have seen it just once, but it does go against what I believe. In. I, I would think I, I think it would have been awful, and the reason I think it would have been awful is playing for the number one seed's important. I think if this game had happened, I understand why they did it, and I'm okay with them this one time, but my fear is the NFL would have seen it an additional revenue doing a neutral site game and would have said, you know what, we're going to play the AFC and NFC championship games at neutral sites, which means in the next few years, the Lions would actually be the number one seed because we know how this works. The first year this happens, the Lions would be the number one seed and not have home field advantage for the NFC title game, go to a neutral field and lose. That's That's an excellent point. No, Doug, you're absolutely right. This would have been Awful, horrific. I'm so glad it did not happen because it would not have been a one-time thing, Gator. We all know how the NFL works. They're greedy sons of bitches. They would have seen the the huge revenue that would have came in with a neutral site game, and they would have done it forever. They would have said, this is awesome. Why would we stop doing this? So it was the best thing that ever that happened that it did not happen. The, the, the chase of money for the NFL, it ruins everything. It's ruining college football, and it might, it's you know starting to ruin the NFL for me. I'm so glad this didn't happen. You're right. What was I thinking? <laughs> All right. It will be Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes again this year. Burrow, 3-0 and against Mahomes, undefeated. He's the only quarterback to beat Mahomes three straight times. Does Joe Burrow own Mahomes, or will this be the next great rivalry in the NFL? Okay, I don't think he owns him, and I think Mahomes gets him this Sunday. And and I, I think it's good for us neutral observers because I do believe in the Holmes versus Burrow thing. 
this has a shelf life. It's going to be around for a while. They're both young, relatively young. And by a while, I mean, you know, half dozen years. And again, it's the AFC. I don't have a dog in this fight, but this kind of familiarity. You know, people like watching these showdowns. It was Manning versus Brady. It was Magic versus uh, Bird. So I'm all for it, and I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I uh, my computer is restarting as we speak, so that's fun. Um, I I think it's a lease with an option to buy right now for Joe Burrow. He, he can feel real proud of himself, and the team can feel real proud of themselves for beating up on Kansas City three straight times. But you you don't get that ownership unless you do it again. And it's the AFC Championship game. If Cincinnati wins it again on on Sunday, I think that you you definitely can uh, pound your chest. And if you want to if you want to be that braggadocious and say that it's you know Burrowhead Stadium and all that, and you own them, go ahead. But you got to win Sunday to to really uh, be able to say that. I. I want this to be the next great rivalry. I want this to be, you know, kind of Manning Brady, right? You know, you throw in Josh Allen, there's another quarterback that might get involved. Herbert, you know, he hasn't made it far enough yet, but there's some great young quarterbacks and possible rivalries in the NFL, you know, especially the AFC. But I think Burrow gets Mahomes again, and I think Burrow and the Bengals just might be Mahomes' kryptonite. Now, I chose Mahomes earlier to build my franchise around because that's as, as a whole. But his one kryptonite might be Joe Burrow, so I'm a little worried. I hope it's Mahomes winning this week just for the rivalry, but I'm not so sure. So apparently the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are both open to the idea of a trade. If Rodgers were to be traded, what team do you think ultimately ends up getting him? I think it's the Jets. Um, I, I think it's a team that's it's ready-made for success right now. And I think with... Uh, with Aaron Rodgers, he wants to go and have a chance to win. It's uh, it, it, they've got they're a well coached team. They really are a team that can afford to give up the draft capital to get him right now because they're ready to win right now. Well, and here's the other thing, and I agree with you. I think it's the Jets. Nathaniel Hackett was hired at Denver because they thought he was going to get Aaron Rodgers, and then he didn't get Aaron Rodgers, and then the whole thing blew up. And Hackett. Is inter- has interviewed for the yep. Jets' offensive coordinator job, and Aaron Rodgers praised Hackett publicly when Hackett was the Green Bay offensive coordinator for 2019 to 2021. So I agree with that. I think it's the Jets. I'm going to go off the board a little bit, I guess. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, oh, I know that is off the board. He's not, I know he's used to not throwing but to anybody. Malik Willis. Yeah, well, <laughs> third-round pick. It's easier to sit a third-round pick than a first-round pick. And He's made a first-round pick sit before, like right now. Uh, you know, with the running game, I think Vrabel, I think that division, I think, you know, the Titans, they let A.J. Brown go. You know, maybe they're thinking, you know, Tannehill, I think the Cinderella slipper is finally, that's worn off. Go get yourself a real quarterback that can do it without receivers. I know that's not something Rodgers want to do, but Traylon Burks, who knows? I'll go Tennessee. Does Brock Purdy have to earn his starting quarterback job next year? Yeah. Competition's a good thing. And Trey Lance, there's an investment in Trey Lance. It's not a monument, you know, huge, monstrous investment, but there's an investment there. And if I were the 49ers, I would say we have the best, we have the most healthy quarterback room in the league. We have two young quarterbacks we believe in, and we're going to let them battle it out. And, you know, if, if the guy who doesn't win it wants to be traded, I suspect they can get a pretty good deal done. But I, I would just move forward with both of them under contract for, I believe, the next three years. A few weeks ago, I would have said, 
yeah, of course he's got to earn it. But he went 6-0 and as a starter in the regular season. He's won both of the playoff games he started here as well. That's awfully impressive. That being said, I, I do agree with Doug. You have to keep proving yourself un, until you've done it for you know a season or, or so. And because they invested a first-round pick and traded up to get Trey Lance, they're not ready to give up on Trey Lance. They want to see what they have, and you open things up. And, look, I think they'll probably ultimately decide on Purdy because Purdy's got this thing humming along, and Trey Lance had a shot and didn't. But Trey Lance didn't have Christian McCaffrey, right? And it does make a difference. That being said, I still think Purdy would win. Yes or no, real quick, though. What if Purdy wins the Super Bowl for both of you guys? Still has to I earn still it? think he is, has to earn it. Gator? You win a Super Bowl, you can't take it away from him. He's okay, got it. So, no. My answer is he still has to earn it, even if they win the Super Bowl. I maybe I don't want to be a hater. I'm not a hater on Brock Purdy, but he, what he's doing has been amazing. I still I still have an open competition, and that might be that might ruffle some feathers on there. I mean, what more would Purdy – what would he say to the coaching staff? What more do I got to do? I literally won the Super Bowl, right? But maybe we are haters, Doug. <laughs> there you go. And that concludes the wide nine Omaha four down around the league blitz thingy. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.